Sam is just here to listen. He said he's not comfortable talking yet. What does that even mean, Sam? I'm kidding. You... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was going to say. <laughs> if there's anything Sam's good at, it's talking. <laughs> talking and play, playing healer. Healer? Oh, healer. Healer. He said that with like a Minnesota accent. Yeah. Hey, healer. Big. I don't Big. know whether. Okay. I don't think it was quite that bad. Oh, it was bad. Well, oh, we got we got this recorded, don't we? Hey, hey, real quick. Uh huh. Did Michael Jackson molest kids or or not? Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah, he did. Hundred percent or not? 100%. Like, there's dude. There's no way. There's no way he, he got didn't. He got acquitted, right? Yeah, but I mean, so did uh, what's his name? OJ. Who? Yeah, but OJ was innocent. <laughs> <laughs> He okay. didn't do it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were uh, both innocent because they got right, acquitted. Right. That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, so did Bill Cosby. You know, he got Not, out last week. Yeah, but like he was found guilty though, right? Uh, okay. Uh, All right. Um, <laughs> save save that for like when we're actually recording and stuff, or if we're actually recording we're, already. But we're going. Like, that's, Are we that's, going right now? We're going. Can we introduce. Should we introduce a guest? Yes, Joe, please do an introduction. Okay, so this is Sam. He pretends like he's a lawyer, but he's not, okay? So he's going to make arguments, lawyer arguments, okay, to, like, try to beat us, but he's not, okay? So are you a pretend nurse, then? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't okay. actually pass the boards or anything. <laughs> That's good so. to know. Now Sam's a good guy. Known him for a while, a couple of years. Did tough mutter with him. He is, in fact, a lawyer. Uh, he enjoys soccer, Overwatch, and calling me a bitch. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's that, that that about sums it up. Yep, yep. that's really good. Uh, you know, Al, uh, you know Garrett. You know me. Mm -hmm. You know Andrew. This is mm -hmm. Alex Pogue. You know him from listening to the podcast. He's probably. The unofficial leader of the podcast, I think, mostly because we make him record it and post it online. I do Sounds all the, lift, the heavy lifting around here. Yeah, there you go. He also gets a hundred percent of the profits. Nice. So How's that working stuff. for you, Alex? Well, I'm. I still have my day job, so. <laughs> so you're saying it's not paying for it's, much yet? It's not paying for much. No. It takes a while, you know. Joe Rogan didn't just happen overnight. Nope. Oh yeah, I'll, I guess uh, I'll throw this in. So, what uh, college athlete are we going to hire to come on and spawn, or you know, raise awareness for our podcast? I figured we could get some bench player for twenty bucks to wear a T-shirt or something. Yeah, probably a K-State guy. Probably cheaper. True. Yeah, but we, we want to make money. Uh, K-State players know. aren't gonna make it. That's the, the jokes. K-State players won't make us any money. Yeah, it's I know. It's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, we could try. Hmm, I don't know. We could try a, a KU basketball player. They might. They actually might make us some money. But let's be honest. They're not gonna answer any of our DMs. I think Brady is uh friends with Perry Ellis on Xbox Live. Okay. Well. So there's that. 
He's about eight years removed from Kansas, but we could try that. He can, yeah, they he can get all together. the senior citizens listening. Yeah. You go for that. Yeah, you know, I tried out for a, a community college soccer team, so I can I can do it. <laughs> Did you cash in on your, your eligibility yet, Joe? Nah, you know, it wasn't for me. It wasn't the right fit. The coach and I just had a misunderstanding. He wanted me to be good. And I was like, oh, uh oh, I should, I should, I should leave then. <laughs> oh, you guys are athletes. I, I didn't know that was going to be the case. I, I thought it was just like, oh, this isn't Cornerstone. I, I don't just, I don't just pay all the dollars and <laughs> yeah. I don't just pay 50 bucks and Get mommy doesn't position? just sign me up and I'm yeah. good to go. Okay. You guys are good. Oh, yeah. That, that was a rough happened. tryout. That was eye opening. How many? How many did you go to? Did you only could do one? I went. Like, I went mind? to a. I went to a practice they were having that summer because I hadn't decided if I was gonna just go to Allen County, you know, and wimp out, or if I was gonna like gonna go to a place and actually try to play. And so I went to a practice, and it was the. I didn't know at the time, but it was the team that had not won a soccer game the entire last season. It was Independence, I think, either Independence or Cl not Cloud Independence, I think is who it was. And so I show up and practice with these guys. And, you know, like, I could have been probably a solid bench player that would get, like, you know, 10 minutes at the end of the game we were getting blown out in. But there's no way I was going to start or play at all. On a team that hadn't won a game last year? They were good. They were, they were better than me. Okay. Yeah. At least you're honest with yourself, and you're like, you know right. what, I'm probably not going to play. Yeah. Now, every single player out there, uh, probably every single player out there was faster than I was. And I wasn't like I'm not not a big guy, so there was uh there was not much for me there. <laughs> but because they uh, needed to fill like quotas or something, I don't know what it was. They still said I could get like seven uh seven hundred fifty dollars off this semester. Wow, seven hundred fifty dollars off. Whatever. Yeah, I know. Like, what, like fifteen. That's what every college needs to fill its quota of small gangly white boys. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. You're I don't black. know what it was. How did you? They, what they, quota they, were you filling? I don't know if it. Okay, probably not a quota, but they. It was going to be like seven hundred fifty dollars off if I if I played for them. Maybe well, you probably. It's gonna, you'd raise the GPA of the soccer <laughs> team by about yeah. like four points. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably something like they just needed a player or they just needed more students at the school and they knew I wasn't going to play, but then I'd at least be a student there, you know? Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I could see that. Yeah. Anyway, it didn't work out. So that ended my uh, collegiate career a little bit early. But it's over yeah. before it began. Over too soon. Speaking yeah. of soccer, uh, I'm going to be making my not so triumphal re-entry into the soccer world this weekend. Oh. Um, the weekly game. Oh, Sunday soccer? Sunday? Yeah, that I haven't been to in about a year and a half. Nice. And you all should come because my girlfriend is bringing treats. Oh, are they cut due to the cosmic brownies? Uh, I mean, if you wanted her to make them, <laughs> she probably could. Cosmic brownies are lit. Did you guys ever get those after like basketball or oh, yeah. baseball games after the YMCA? Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, those those and Capri Suns, those be hitting yep. different. Oh yeah. I was gonna say I had juice boxes and orange slices, like a good yeah. suburban white boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I lived for up until about age 
nine or ten, then I realized yeah. that I should really be going to, you know, actually play sports. Now, nothing was more upsetting than when the parent who was in charge of bringing snacks that week forgot. forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What are yeah. we doing? Yeah, like you play the game and, and you don't even really care. You get to the end and you're yeah. like, all right, where are the snacks? And mom's like, oh, they forgot to bring it. I was like, yeah. What? Like, like what are we doing, Darcy? <laughs> Let's lock it in. We're not here to play. Like, we're eight years old. We're not here to play sports, okay? I'm here to get my, my goddamn juice box, okay? Jesus. But to be fair, if, if we think about what Darcy's job is and what it must be like to be an eight-year-old soccer mom – like yeah. she's got to make sure you keep track of all of your stuff. You know how to put on your shin guards. You yeah. brought the right Jersey. Your shoes are tied right. uh, and that you've got water so that she, you, the coach doesn't call child protective services for heat exhaustion. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's not, let's not throw Marcy under the bus. Like, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Fine. All right. But Good yeah, point. fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my goddamn juice box. Yeah. Come on. You know that's what we're we're living for that. Yep. That's what our mom and dad's paid $150, $200 to get us in the league for. So yep. we could go spend more money on treats for the whole team. And I want a medal at the end, even if we didn't win a single game. I don't care. <laughs> I want Give me my medal. medal. <laughs> oh, my ribbon I'm wear my it proudly. Oh, did you guys ever uh, participate in the Topeka bike race? When yeah. You Champion no. right here. Alex, you were a champ? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. What about the rest of you? No, no, I didn't know this was a thing. What what are you talking about? So every year, Topeka, I don't know if they still do it. I assume they do. But every year, they would do a bike race for, like, ages, what do you think it was, like, 5 up to, like, 14, 15? Well, Tre- Trevor, or maybe it was Caleb, he won, like, the the big wheel division. Like, so, you know, yeah. he, I don't know how old that he was. But, I mean, yeah, probably, like, 4 or 5. Yeah, because I remember doing it in – for the big wheel too when i was little but anyway every year you can sign up your kids for ages like five to like 15 16 or something to do a bike race with like every other kid in topeka that signs up and you uh there's heats and everything and then eventually you get if you're good enough you get to the very last heat and then if you if you win it you get like a a ribbon or something i don't know i can't remember it was like what basically what i lived for for (laughs) Most of my life. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Does it get competitive? I mean, do people like trip each other out there? Or... I mean, you trip someone on a bike, Joe. Uh, okay. All right. Well, you put something between the spokes and then they fall. That's not tripping. That's called sabotage and okay. cheating. I think the okay. worst thing that just... ever happened was one of the ladies was standing along the side with a sign as the bikers were trying to go and they ran into it. <laughs> <laughs> She's facing criminal charges, right? No, is she really? I think so. But did they catch her? I, I, I didn't she flee the country? Probably would too. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard that the that the folks that put the race on were looking to for some kind of lawsuit or something. So I don't know if it's is that criminal or civil civil or I don't know, but something. Yeah, criminal. That seems. A little excessive. Wow. Wow. Tour de France sign lady taken into custody by French investigators. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. This poor lady. Uh, well, did she do it on it's, purpose? Or? I don't think, well, I don't know if she meant to sabotage someone in particular, but she did do them. Like, she did, like, screw everybody up. And, like, I didn't think bike crashes were that bad, but, like, when you're all you're wearing is about a centimeter thick pair of spandex, and you're biking at like 
10 miles an hour. That's going to hurt. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, she was she was arrested by police after a lineup. So I'm assuming that it is criminal. Yeah, that's that's rough. I, I'm like, what are I mean, what are they even going to do? Like put her in jail? Finer? Like, I don't even know really what the, the end result would be. Well, um, in criminal proceedings, depending on the state and the country, it's usually a criminal fine, a license rev- revocation of some sort, if you have a specific license, or, yeah, jail time. I would assume probably uh, she'll probably just pay restitution. Fine, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Man. Unless, unless they can show some sort of malicious intent. Right, which I don't, I can't imagine that it was malicious, but I don't know. What do I know? So are you guys ready for the Olympics? Oh, hell yeah. I'm ready. My YouTube has been just feeding, force feeding me clips of Olympics past uh-huh. and of the Olympics trials of like being just like, oh, watch this American break the shot put record, which one was an awesome video. And two, I am feel so patriotic right now. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I think the most patriotic that I'll I'll ever get is during the Olympics is going to be when Kevin Durant, you know, he's like a 16 demigod. He's dropping like a triple double on some country that has no running water or any internet or anything. <laughs> oh and you're just like, oh, yeah, dude, oh, yeah. 40 on his ass. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, I feel bad for like those, those sports where like the U S it just absolutely dominates. Like part of me is like America. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's do this. Get all the gold medals. But then sometimes they're like going up against us, like a, a country can only field five players yeah and you're like i kind of want them to just shut the u.s up just to be like remember remember you you're the youngest country literally in these games so let's just take a seat remember remember your roots show some respect yeah that happens in ping pong yeah yeah i know i kind of feel bad for some of those countries i'm like half these probably don't even have planes to get over here they probably took like a hot air balloon or something (laughs) i just i feel kind of bad we're gonna be touching down here in a couple of weeks uh. (laughs) or they just use like citizens that that are already in that country (laughs) you're already there just, <laughs> just, just suit up you're, for us. you're participating you know that's that's like a thing you can buy like you can become an honorary citizen of a different country and compete as their olympian um because so either this happened or i'm just stupid but andrew wiggins who used to play for ku yeah. uh, i didn't know he was canadian, canadian. Yeah. But he plays for the U.S. or for the Canadian basketball team, and they just got destroyed by like the Czech yeah. Republic or Croatia or something. Croatia, yeah. That was insane. Yeah, I. Uh, it's it is so funny too because the team that we're taking to the Olympics, we're not even taking like like the top seven eight players aren't even playing for our team. Like we have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. Like we have some good players. Like Steph Curry's not going. LeBron James isn't going. James, I don't, I don't remember if James Harden was going or not. I think he might actually he's be not. going. I don't I, think he is. Now there's Westbrook and Chris Paul. Yeah, I'm just like, it's, we're not even fielding our best teams when we when we go to these anymore. I and heard, we're still. I heard winning. Kobe Bryant wasn't going either. 
Oh, oh no. Too soon. Too soon. Oh, man. Uh, who's so who's coaching? Is it Coach K again? Popovich. Oh, Popovich is nice. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, his last one was last last Olympics. Uh, Chesky. Yeah. So, which Popovich is a good coach, so I I really yeah. don't have a problem. He's now we're gonna win. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I right think we'll win champion. overall and medal counts too. I think the last time China was got second, but other than that, we we I think we dominated everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think so that, I, I guess this this is a nice transition into. Oh, so by the way, in, in getting ready for this, Joe was like, "Hey, uh, so we just talk about stuff. Like you can do a hot take, you can do a top three, or you can do a change my mind." So I prepared like everything. I listened to the podcast. I took notes. Uh, I guess there's a couple things you guys have your heads up your ass about, but overall big fan. Um, but you know, so first kind of contentious topic, if you guys want to get serious is that female sprinter who, uh, like I believe won her race and automatically qualified, but is not going to be able to run because she tested positive for marijuana. marijuana. Yeah. What are your guys thoughts on that? It's bullshit. She should be able to run. No, she should not be able to run. Ooh, but I'm okay. Right. But I'm okay if they take this and say, you know what, this is a dumb rule. Let's change it going forward. But I don't. I mean, she broke the rule that existed. She knew it was the rule, and she broke it. So I don't mm-hmm. think she should be able to run. It's kind of like a. I mean, K State got kind of screwed over by a similar like we our guy like scored and then like did a salute and that was a personal foul oh, so it yeah. cost us 15 yeah, yards so like you know that was stupid and they i think they've since changed the rule but like it's not like the referees are like you know okay this is kind of dumb we're gonna ruin this team's chance because we think it's stupid so let's change the rule right now but i i mean yeah anyway she shouldn't be able to run because she broke the rule, but they could probably look at these rules. In my opinion, would just say be, let's just let athletes do whatever they want. I want to see the best possible athletes that we can create do, by doing all the drugs. <laughs> I want them juice to the gills. Exactly. Why are we holding back? One of my yeah. favorite Olympic uh, facts is that the Olympic Village goes through like some three hundred thousand condoms during the run of an, Olymp- oh, uh, like an Olympics. Oh my god! And it's like weird to think about because you're like, oh man, that's so like scandalous. But if you actually think about it, like you've got all of these world class athletes who have, regardless of gender, have just a massive amount of testosterone pumping through their systems, and yeah. you got to know they're all super ripped and extra fine. So it yeah. kind of makes sense, and I'm glad that they're doing it responsibly and providing protection, but it's a weird stat. <laughs> I had no idea it was that many. That's wild. Nah, I, I had heard that, like, last Olympics, that that's and that's just kind of what it is. And it does make sense, like Sam is saying, because these are all young adults, right? So some of them are, you know, they're like 18 or whatever. So, like, yeah, yeah they're, they're probably going to go there and, you know, do what they want to do. Which is each other. Apparently. Yeah, and, you know, and because, win gold. And, and win gold. gold. Big time. Yeah, because, like, what do you do? You know, you're there for weeks and you've got, like, one event for, like, 10 <laughs> minutes. What do you do yeah. besides all that? You know, like. It's like the world's longest track meet. And you have <laughs> one event right at the very end. What track meets did you go to? Me? What were you doing? 
Me? I went to track meets. I didn't I didn't compete, but I oh. I watched you guys. I watched I, for like I was... eight hours. Okay. I was just making the joke that you compared all the sex they're having to the track meets you went to. <laughs> According to uh, USA Today, the distribution of condoms at the Olympic Games began in nineteen eighty eight to raise awareness of HIV and AIDS. Um, and the number of condoms given away at subsequent games has skyrocketed from 8,500 at the Seoul Games in 1988 to 450,000 at the Rio Summer Games in 2016. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. We should we can get that up to over half a million this time. <laughs> Quote, there's a lot of sex going on. Hope so. Two-time gold meddling soccer player. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's good. I'm pretty sure oh, Go ahead. the military used this strategy in like World War One or World War Two. But if we're not doing the same thing in the Olympics, we're doing something wrong where we like package our own condoms and get like the biggest ones we can find and then label them small. So that way when they're all around <laughs> hanging out, like, oh, you need one? Here you go. Here's what I've got. And it says small and they open it up I'm like, man, we can't beat these guys. <laughs> psychological warfare I've heard, yes i like it uh, i've heard that that's a thing in u.s marketing um that like because i apparently there are different sizes of condoms but like that magnum condoms which i think is trojan's brand is actually not any bigger than a regular condom but it's just to make people feel better not people make guys feel better <laughs> oh my gosh huh that's i totally buy that I, yeah, I do buy that too. That's, yeah, yeah. That's I don't buy condoms. I'm just I'm I'm buying your story is what I'm saying. Okay, so let's move on. <laughs> uh, but they do the same thing with like women's clothes because like I like a small in women's clothing is like basically like not even wearable, and so like they make women almost feel, I feel like body shamed because their sizes are so much different than like the way guys size stuff. I don't have that much experience with women's clothing, Joe. Why don't you explain a little more? <laughs> that's that's all. That's my that's all my knowledge right there. That's all I know. Are you sure? How, like how, how do you know this, Joe? Uh, I think I heard it on a podcast one time. He bought women's clothing one time. <laughs> it's so European deal, cut. About it's that European cut, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think I was shopping one time with your with your sister. And where where were we at? Because they were like it was men's and women's clothes together, and I grabbed a shirt, and she and she told me that it was a woman's shirt, and I was like, oh okay. TJ Maxx. I don't know. I don't remember where it was at. So almost bought a woman's shirt. Why are you shopping with people's sisters, Joe? I'm friends with all the Swickards, except for Rachel. <laughs> yeah, so Rachel. not all the Swickards. <laughs> not all. All but one. Five of six. Yeah, not bad odds. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, Sam, what's next? All right. Um, let me let me consult my notes here. This yeah, is more prepared than we are. All right, mm-hmm. episode two. I did label these by episode originally, but I got real lazy. So it kind of devolves into madness. Y'all are dumb if you hate friends. Yeah. Friends is yeah. So bad. Oh, is it's so a bad. lousy show. All right, shut up and listen to me. I'm the guest here. (laughs) (laughs) So, one, you got to remember. Okay, I will give you this. Friends is not funny now. 
but it wasn't meant to be funny now. It was meant to be funny in the 90s when the show originally ran, when most of you all weren't alive. And that it is it was a time capsule as a snapshot of single dating culture at the time, which was extremely irrelevant and extremely applicable. It doesn't age well, of course, which is why the second half of the series from like season six through 10 was absolute garbage. The only pe- the only reason people kept watching is because the whole Ross and Rachel thing. But it was one of the most highly televised TV shows in its original run and for the five years following its initial syndication. Okay. Yeah. I can I can respect that that first point for sure. I, I understand that it's it's funny in the time that it's that it was airing. But I'll also add that like uh what was it? Uh, Seinfeld. Even Seinfeld now was running around the same times that Friends was, and I still think Seinfeld is hilarious. I just don't... I don't... Go ahead. I completely agree. I think I think Seinfeld is funny, definitely, because I didn't think Seinfeld was funny when I first watched it when I was, like, a teenager. It is definitely more of adult humor, but it's not, it's not so centrally focused on, like, the time period. The type of humor that was written by Larry David what is just... It, it, it is a universal. It's more situational comedy. It's the the writing is better. It wasn't written for a specific time period. The same things that were funny then are funny now. And that right. was completely not the way it was with friends, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. See, I can, I can respect that. I can, I can, I can get behind that point for sure. I get that. Yeah. It, it, maybe it was funny and see, and maybe that's kind of the, the fault of its own though, is that it was only funny then. And now, you know, 20, 25 years later, when people are watching on Netflix, you're like, this just isn't funny. And so it's kind of hard to, I think, get back into that. I, for Obviously, for people that watched it back then, it's a nostalgia trip. And so they probably, they can still relate to it and think back to, you know, what it was like back in the 90s. But for people that didn't watch it, you know, you're just kind of like, this is just kind of cringy, to be honest. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I agree. You know, and I hadn't thought about it from that perspective because it just doesn't age well, like you said. So I'm okay with this compromise. My older sister loves it. You know, she grew up watching it. She still thinks it's funny. She's watched it, you know, I don't know how many times. I don't think it's funny. Yeah, a a ton. Um, I don't think it's funny. I never have. Um, And people older than my sister that I've talked to don't like it either. So there's, it's got a a small population that grew up with it that will probably love it forever. I I guess that's okay. I just just don't think it's, I, I just don't personally enjoy it. And I think, I don't remember episode two, but I think the context was Friends versus Seinfeld or something. But I don't know. I do prefer Seinfeld, like Garrett was saying. Yeah. And also, I think it's worth noting that the U.S. market was not the Friends market. Like, it was popular, but it wasn't anything close to as popular in the U.S. as it was in, like, England. Really? It was huge in England and other countries. I had no idea. Huh. Hmm. Is that how they picture us? Uh, well, uh, that's I can't I don't know. I have no idea why it is, because uh, American people that are stupid and do stupid stuff are funny to other cultures, <laughs> which is probably what I would assume. But that's why in like season four, when Ross marries an English girl, her name's Emily, and they filmed a an episode or a couple episodes in London. And it was like a whole huge thing and people were freaking out. It was like whatever the equivalent of 
the queen coming out except for it was in england and it yeah. was well, american it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay huh okay that's interesting case closed. i wonder if they all just thought that like every american was like joey that's just how they view us <laughs> yeah probably yeah. that, that, that perception of us hasn't changed i'm american and i think most of us are like joey <laughs> <laughs> I do remember there. Okay, there is one funny part of Friends where, for some reason, Joey's like at a college or something, and he somehow like gets into like a class on how to like speak English. He like follows like a hot girl in there, and so like he's in a class to learn how to speak English, even though he already speaks it, just because there's a hot chick in there. And so then you see him like actually learning the English language, and you realize like he just doesn't know it that well. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But that's all I'm going to admit to. That's it. Yeah, I was going to say, say no more. for someone who doesn't watch Friends, you sure knew a lot about that episode, Joe. Yeah, weird. Hmm. I, I don't. I, I've seen enough to know that I didn't like it. So what's going to happen when your fiance is like, oh, my gosh, I love Friends. She doesn't like Friends anymore since I told her not to. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stipulation before you got engaged. Yeah. Smart. Smart man. Yep. She not gave up Friends and I gave up drinking on the days weekend. where I'm at work and I can't <laughs> drink. <laughs> All right, what's next? Or do we have more? Do we have more friends to, to debate? I'm no, done with friends. That was pretty much it. It was, a, it was a common like thread running through like every episode. There was this either actual text or yeah, some yeah. text of hating friends. <laughs> and I, I could not stand for it to go on any longer. Like you can dislike it all you want, but you got to sh- put respect on that name. Okay. Fair enough. You know what? You've changed my mind on the respect portion. I will respect friends for the era that it came out of and what it meant to people. All right. One for one boys buckle up. Here we go. Um, okay. So do you want, do we want something that I don't, I, I know is not going to start an argument or something that I'm pretty sure will start like a, an interesting conversation. With interesting conversation. Okay. So free speech, right? <laughs> oh boy. Uh oh. <laughs> so I forget the context in which this came up because it was an earlier episode, I think episode three or four. Uh, but my notes here here are my notes. Free speech. Y'all don't understand it. <laughs> so uh like there's a common misconception. Oh, uh, no, you're talking about Gina Carano. That's what it was. Uh-huh. Uh, and Joe, I felt, had a very nuanced opinion, except for he was all like, no, they should have fired her because she's just a bad actress. It's horrible. <laughs> have you watched her act in literally anything? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I think she's nice to look at, and sometimes that can cover a multitude of sins, but I want you to say that to her face. No, nah, it's okay. Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like, ah, oh, Gina, I love you and all your work. You're great. You're so great. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> Huge fan, dude. Huge fan. I know. Like, so before we move on, have you seen the picture of like her last MMA fight? She she fought uh, Cybertron, and she, there's there's a, an amazing picture of right when Cybertron. Uh, or no, it's not Cybertron, it's Cyborg. Uh, 
where she's throwing a punch and it just lands square on Gina Carano's face and does that whole like slow motion where your face turns to the side and you can see like the ripples of where the fist is hitting. Yeah. And like spit flying out. And it, you're like, oh my gosh, this should never happen to a human being. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah. So anyways. Oh, gross. Um, so the two conflicting theories on the whole Gina Carano thing is, and I, I don't come down on either side of these things because I'm kind of one of the most apolitical people in the world. Um, and it's my job to like, yeah, there's this side, but there's also this side. And so that's why I don't really have an opinion on these things. But so people say, oh, well, she said what she said, but there are consequences for your actions, right? Um, and because she said this horrible thing, she should have been fired. Uh, then the other people who are like, no, free speech, you shouldn't penalize people for uh, using their voices and, and voicing opposition. That's wrong. Yeah, and the, 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 the distinction, which was very interesting, that you guys brought up was the distinction between a public, a public employer, so someone who works for the government, and a private employer. And you guys really well... Well, yeah, no, you guys really did identify that only the government or a government actor can be held responsible for something that they say. Sometimes it's clouds the lines when it's in the scope of their employment or under the collar of their employment, or if it's just, hey, I'm Sam, I'm saying this one thing. Um, however, what you guys, I don't know if you guys didn't know this or you just didn't bring it up, is Disney has. Uh, a morals clause in all of their contracts, which essentially states that if we don't like what you say, we can fire you. Uh, this was a huge thing that came around uh, during high school musical three or two. I don't know. Whenever the, there were nude pictures of the girl who plays Gabriella, whose Vanessa name Hudgens. I can't remember, Vanessa Hudgens. And she did that. And there was a whole outrage about it. And there was a mm -hmm. whole conversation. And there was, I believe, a leak of what the Disney morals clause was. That's why you see most Disney actors kind of minding their P's and Q's because they do know that they have these morals clauses that they can be fired in any given time. Okay. Um, it's also, I find it interesting that kind of social media is the kind of the person or the thing that made this a problem because without social media it would just would have been this thing that her friends and family knew that she what was did she, what did she even say that was that controversial remind me because like i'm having trouble remembering she just compared the i understand what she was saying it was kind of, it was kind of heavy-handed and not that great of a, an analogy but i kind of understood what she, where she was coming from she was saying that uh basically that Republicans are, and the, I'm cr cringing just repeating it, but she's saying Republicans are kind of like uh, Jews in Nazi Germany, where like if you have like a wrong opinion, if you have a, even a Republican opinion of any po of any kind, you're pretty much just like instantly out in Hollywood or like it really anything like in in social media or Hollywood and any of that stuff. And so she said she kind of compared it to the Holocaust. They're like Jews in Nazi Germany, like basically just walking on ice, on thin ice, basically all the time because you don't want anyone to know what your true beliefs are. Which, like yeah. I said, it's kind of cringy. But like I said, I kind of understand what she's saying because, like, yeah, you can't be conservative or Republican in Hollywood, like at all. But 
It's like it's that's not it's not it's not the same Gina. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, it, like her her I mean that's a terrible metaphor or example or whatever. Um like she obviously just either I don't know, not that she doesn't understand, you know, history, but it's not a good metaphor for it. But yeah. don't they kind of like prove her point by like firing her? I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That, like, right. That's that, and that's also what I was thinking. <laughs> like, it's they, you kind of proved her point by firing her. Like, yeah, she can. I, I don't even think she's really Republican. I think she was just kind of making a point that's pretty much, I mean, uh, other than people that are like super, super far on the left, I think pretty much everyone kind of agrees that it's definitely not cool to be Republican. Yeah. I mean, basically, what she was saying is you can't be. A conservative and work here, and they're like, "What? You're, you yeah, can't you're say right. That. You're fired. Yeah, here. That's not true. You're fired." <laughs> According to ABC News, the there were two things that she was she came under fire for. Uh, the first is the quote, like Garrett was saying, "Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children." Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? She didn't even say one way or the other which political view she was disagreeing with or agreeing with. She just said you shouldn't hate you know, the other side, which is a good point that neither side should hate the other side just because they believe something different. Yeah. And then the other thing that she came under fire for is that so – Pronouns are a big thing these days in 2021. Uh, and a lot of people will post their what their preferred pronouns are. And on hers, she said preferred pronouns bleep blop bloop. <laughs> Why is that Sorry. funny? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And like people... Oh, and so, yeah, that conversation kind of turned into a conversation about social media. Uh, and like, Garrett, I think you were talking about the censorship and the canceling of what I would probably call more conservative or people on the right uh, on YouTube and other social media platforms. And oh, no, he was talking about Twitter banning uh, Trump. Oh, yeah which I disagree and, with, but they have the right to do it. Yeah, well, actually, that's an interesting, and it is a relatively nuanced conversation. So if you are the New York Times or something, uh, you have complete control over what you decide to put in print and post. Yeah, because you're a publisher. So you're because you're a publisher, but it is a right. private, it is a private entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because you have that control, you decide to put something out, something bad happens, you can be found liable for that content. Right. And, and so if, if you then compare that to platforms like YouTube, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, where everybody has a voice, then you can use the shield of, well, we don't decide what's going yeah. out on our platforms. And they cross that line into publisher territory when they're like, okay, you can't say, you can't say things on here anymore. And you're like, yeah. well... Are you going to do that for everybody then? Because uh, Hamas, they have Twitter accounts. They have, there's literally tweets from Hamas and like terrorist organizations, you know, condemning the United States, sending death threats and stuff. And they're still up. So it's just, it's very, uh, once you see, yeah, once you cross that line into publisher territory, if you're going to ban Trump, there's a lot of people that you're going to have to start banning then. Can't just be him. 
Yeah, so my, my issue with the social media platforms, which is, I'm not a huge fan of social media, even though I use it, uh, is you need to pick the rules that you're going to want to uh, apply and apply them universally. And also make a delineation between are you a publisher or are you a platform? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I feel like as users, we should know that and we should hold them accountable. But that's not really something that people are really ever doing. No. And definitely not in YouTube and Twitter. I think it the the lines and the guidelines that they're using are just change kind of by the day, depending on who they're trying to just get rid of. And obviously, for the most part, it's mostly conservatives or like it, basically anyone that's like moderate. Uh, it seems like they're just kind of targeting whatever those people's content is. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know really what the solution to be other than to, you know, start your own platform start your own twitter start your own youtube or something website but anyways well what uh we all are pretty pro free speech i think uh but like what what's the line for you guys like what shouldn't be allowed to be said free speech yeah way if you're like uh like on twitter what should i not be allowed to tweet I mean, I was just thinking about that because, I mean, you know, if you're really going to say we're not a publisher, like anybody can do whatever, like, but I think everyone probably be on board, like, you can't go live on Twitter or post a video of a execution, like, I mean, or maybe we should say like, well, you can put whatever you want out there with, you know, that's, that's on you. And it, the you. No, I definitely, no, I don't think that you should be allowed to post on, you know, online where, especially, you know, a place that kids can go you murdering somebody like i think we can start there and i'll agree that you cannot post that right does anyone disagree that you should be allowed to post that or i mean i could be convinced that that like you just shouldn't have any rules at all because i feel like if you make any you know make any rules then it's there's just a large amount of gray area but i mean maybe there's a rule where you know like if it's illegal you can't post it I don't know. I feel like that, like that's a slippery slope, though, because like, if you start that way with free speech, you're gonna get that way with everything. And if you make that argument, like, ah, oh, as soon as you make rules, it gets complicated. That like that way with laws, like, ah, oh, as soon as you say you can't uh, shoplift, it gets complicated. You know, where does it end? How do we know? Like, I don't think that's a good argument. I don't know that well, that's the same thing. One of the problems with speech is speech isn't action. Yeah. And so I can say a lot of stuff. I can say that I really hate somebody and I'm going to do, or I want to do, I should probably say that I want to do horrible things. Uh, I haven't committed a crime, although it could be used as evidence if I subsequently commit said crime. Um, Words are not action. And I think that's something that's kind of changed over time. Or I should say, I don't personally believe that words are action. Words cannot be construed as violence. I mean, what's the thing that our parents always taught us as 90s babies is sticks yeah. and stones may break my bones. Shut words. up or I'm gonna beat you. Oh no, yeah, no. <laughs> no, wait, no, wait, no, no. Back in your cage. <laughs> uh so like I'm I, I fall on the side of I want to allow more. Now when it gets into like video content, I think there's a larger argument there to have stricter rules, more more things around the terms and services of what is and is not allowed. Um, I'm kind of a constitutionalist in this, which is unless something is a direct call for violence, 
it should be allowed in because like Joe said, it is a very slippery slope of, um, well, you can't, you can't make a rule that is specific enough to address every situation. So it has to be a general rule. Well, then that means is who's interpreting that general rule to what is against the rules and what isn't against the rules. So I always, I always default to, I would rather have more things being said. We can disagree, of course, but uh, I, I certainly don't agree with a large amount of things that are said on the internet. But when it comes to like video content, that is a recorded action. Yeah, that's um, a little harder to to legislate, or I don't even know if that's the right word. But that, yeah, that's a little harder because there's actions being involved. I think with free speech, you can pretty much anything aside from like asking, like actually asking your followers, like, "Hey, go kill this guy," you know, like basically putting hits out on people mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much where i would draw the line i think you could pretty much say anything else and we have a, like the u.s has a very very laxed free speech policy i mean it is our first amendment to the constitution and arguably the most important mm-hmm. but we have legislated it quite a bit uh we can't we can't i mean the first one is obviously you can't incite a riot or make a direct call for violence the example of this is um, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater mm-hmm. unless there's an actual fire, yeah. right? I'm pretty because sure you it... can. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can. I think that's a, I think that's a myth that you can call they can yell fire. I think it's used an example, but I think you actually can yell fire in a theater, and and it's not something you can uh, be held criminally liable for. As long as you say it was just a prank, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure you can though. I don't know. I'm sorry to get off track, but no, I'm like, you're correct. the 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 story is is that back when you know theaters were more crowded, we didn't have occupancy loads. Uh, there was a case example of someone who yelled "fire" in a crowded theater, and it caused a severe amount of injury to other people, and that person was found liable for saying it. Now that's not so much of a concern, the, but the principle still applies: is you can't incite a riot or incite violence or an action which results in violence against another person like that's something we don't allow for right Uh, yeah i i think maybe adding on like you can't you you can't do that with you can't you can't do that without getting away with it like there's good consequences to it like yeah you can say it you can say you can lie and say uh you know fire in a crowded theater but you're going to be held liable for any damages and stuff so like you can do it but there's going to be a penalty for it. Yeah. And I mean, this is, this, this is something that's evolved over time. The the courts really do pay attention to these things. The most recent that has kind of changed our perspective of free speech is doxing. If everybody knows what that term is, uh, it's the publishing doxing D O X X. It's the, it's the publication of private information to the public. Uh, I have personally been doxxed. That was a scary about two week period. Um, but yeah, it, that is something that is not allowed and it is considered a crime, at least in the state of Kansas. I don't know if federally it is, um, but it is a crime that we have said, no, you, you're not allowed to say this information or publish this information. Uh, likewise, I have, I have a currently have a friend on Facebook, not that they're an actual friend, but we, I can see her profile on Facebook who's she fell in with the wrong crowd i'm assuming i don't know her life that well but 
Apparently she had a significant other who was probably not the highest caliber of person. Uh, she decided to break up with him. He then took control of her Facebook account, published her social security number, her birth certificate, her arrest record, and her mugshot all, and locked her out of her own Facebook account. Her Facebook has been that way for probably three months, and I've reported it every single day, and Facebook hasn't done a thing about it. Wow. <clears throat> three months? Yeah. That's wild. And she can't do anything about it because she's been locked out of her account. And she can't delete it because she doesn't have the password anymore. Man, that's that's terrible. I don't know what yeah. you do in that situation. You call your attorney general. <laughs> yeah, good point. How long do you think it takes for you to get over like something? Like at first you feel like panic and like fear and everything and frustration. How long until you like you feel like you can go back to normal and just live with it? Um, after well, I like think... you're dirty, like after all your secrets are out in the open. I think that depends on the person yeah. uh, and relationship with your higher power. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it, I think like it, it depends on what information has gotten out. So for me, it was just my full name, my address, and my sister's address and my sister's full name. Uh, and they were saying some not nice things about me and my sister. Uh, the scariest thing for me was because I had just moved into my new house. Uh, was the potential damage that could have happened to my dog. I was like, I don't, you can break my windows, you can spray paint my, you can deface my house, whatever. But I swear to God, if you lay one hand on my dog, I am going to commit crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, wait, uh, did you, did you know this person or was this just a random person uh, that was doing this to you? I can't say too much more than what I already have, but I, I did have an interaction with this person. Oh, okay. Interesting. Can you, yeah, can you post their name and address so we can... <laughs> just look <laughs> in Discord. I promise I will learn more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See if they have a dog. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah no but it was it was a it was a scary situation i was away from the house at the time and i got a call from my neighbor saying hey there are people at your house are you home and i said no i mean i was there earlier um are who who's there and i said well there's it's a bunch of like kids they're yelling and like banging on your door and they came over to my house and started banging on my door um do you want me to call the police and i said no, I will. I'll take care of it. Thank you so much. And I apologize profusely. Uh, I called, but like I was away from my house for uh, a good hour before I could get back. And I met the cops at a filling station close to my house and they drove us over and they, fortunately they had left. Um, but there was a, there was a warrant out for their arrest. If they were to show up, we got a temporary restraining order against them. And uh, it was it was it was a scary time for about a week. Um, I closed. I had all of the lights on in my house and outside my house for about a week at all times of the day. I pulled all of the blinds to my house uh, and I couldn't like my I told my girlfriend, I was like, I want to see you really badly, but you can't come over here because yeah. I'm concerned for your safety. And I took like that night. I took my dog over to my mom's house and I was like, you watch him. 
keep Brad safe at all costs. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, I man, I would never want to go through that. That'd be so scary. Yeah. Anyways, that was a long, long way to say is that we do restrain free speech in some ways. Uh, and I, I, I feel given my experience and legal knowledge of where we are and where we've come from, I feel as though that's a comfortable place. I hear a lot of people talking about hate speech yeah. and that's like, it's, it's not a thing. Certainly you can say things that are hateful and things that are racist and discriminatory and horrible, but that does not mean that they are a crime. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, what's the adage? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's terrible, but you should still have the right to say those things. Yep. And this is where that whole about, I don't know, I think it was two or three years ago, that whole thing with Jordan Peterson in Canada, who there was a bill introduced into the, uh, some Canadian province or cities, um, human rights code, which said to misgender somebody or to incorrectly use their pronoun would, would be considered a crime and thus giving a rise to hate speech. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that idea. While I think as though it is important to be courteous and respectful to everybody and try to be considerate of what language you use around other people, it should never be a social mandate to compel speech. Once we decide that the government has a place to say, no, you will use this language. I think we get into very, very dangerous territory. Yeah, I'd agree. I with agree that. with that. I mean, I think uh, it depends on the context. And I think in a like a work context, my attitude and language is going to be different than a non-work context in regards to what you're talking about, because I'm going to be 100% polite and professional at work, you know, as the situation calls for, right? Um, only if they tip. Only if they tip. <laughs> uh, but, in an, uh, you know, outside of work, I, I don't feel the need. And I it's hard, you know, if we're, since we're just generalizing here to lie even if the person I'm talking to doesn't feel like it's a lie, um, more or less to myself in order to make somebody else feel comfortable necessarily. But it's hard unless we have a specific situation, you know, to, to I don't know, to just pick one out. But that's, that's my general idea on that. So what you're saying yeah. is you're a racist at home, but you're <laughs> not a racist at work. <laughs> exactly. Well said. Uh Finally, we got to the truth of the matter. <laughs> that's that's good stuff. That sums it up. Eloquent. Yeah. So uh, this this kid showed up today to sell me uh, bug Wait. poison for my house. Oh, okay. And he was a good salesman, man. He almost got me. I didn't even need it. Somebody already sprayed my house. <laughs> oh, who he, he, who was it by chance? What was the company? No mo. Pets. Yeah, they came. They came to my. They came to my house. What did they offer you? What was the cheapest they would go? Uh, I think it was sixty nine dollars, seventy nine dollars. Oh, you kidding me? No. The guy said one twenty for me. Oh uh, yeah, no. He started I, I... at two seventy. Went down to one twenty. Joe, you're a sucker. All the money, Joe. I mean, yeah, I, I said no, but like, I'm just insulted that he offered you less. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it, uh, he may have offered me less just because we had the same name. His name was Garrett. My name was Garrett. So he. I was the same kid. It was Garrett. Oh, his name was Garrett. <laughs> yeah. Post his address yeah, right uh, now. Did he? Uh, did he say guy. he had just come over from Salina and uh, yeah, yeah, trying to he... get into Topeka? And he said, uh, "For this neighborhood only, I'm doing." Yeah, yeah. He said, "For my neighborhood, he was going to go to 120." What the hell? Yeah, he's he's lying out his vest, dude. Unbelievable. That's hate speech. Yeah, it would have it would have been better if he was like he introduced himself as Garrett to Garrett, and then he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> no man." Yeah, no, he, I, was, uh... he was not bad though. He was a good salesman. Like if I hadn't uh, already had a somebody spray for bugs, I might have had him do it. But how much did your guy, uh, your other guy, charge? Uh, I think seventy. Okay. Garrett's trying to rip you off, Joe. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I was just trying to make Garrett, it honest Garrett, if you're living, listening though. to this, which we know you are, Joe's coming for you. <laughs> oh, he is. Well, you know, he's hit me and Garrett. It's going to get suspicious when he goes to Andrew and then Alex, then Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> just hits everybody on the podcast. Hey, some everyone needs to have their uh, house sprayed for bugs, you know? I think so. I mean, my house was bug free for like, I think the first two years and then it started getting like the odd spider here and there. And so that's when I decided to spray, you know, and just yeah. not a fan of the, not a fan of spiders, especially because they were, they were the brown recluses. Mm. Ooh, yeah. yeah you don't want those. Okay, yeah, Sam. Okay. I got a question. If Can I, we... if I come over to your house tomorrow and I hand you an envelope with $5 million in it, would you break up with your girlfriend? This is an interesting question. And cause and I knew I knew you were probably gonna ask me something like this because you did it with uh a couple other guests and I've been listening to Garrett's dating adventures through, <laughs> throughout the podcast, which I think should be a recurring segment. It's fantastic and I love it. Oh god. <laughs> um so I I have a lot of different thoughts about this and uh, I think it kind of depends on Baby, come here. what come here. your approach to dating is, right? You're giving a political answer. It's not a yes or no. You're going around the question. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the answer is no. But if what? I weren't... What? What? Ten, ten million. Married? Ten million. If, no, it's like, and I, I, I totally get that. But and it's like, if, if I wasn't in the type of relationship that I am in now... Uh, I'm, I may have given a different answer because with dating, you have like what I've guessed, like three different modes of dating. You've got your first mode, which is I'm just looking to hook up. Uh, that's kind of like the Tinder game. And then you've got the other one, which is I'm just looking to buy time here. I want company. I like meeting new people. I like having a date to take to things. And then you've got your last category, which is like, I am actively searching for a significant other, someone that I can call my husband, wife, whatever it may be. And uh, I mean, I've been kind of at all three stages of that at some point or another. Uh, and I'm kind of sick of the last of the first two. <laughs> uh and I've I found somebody who I enjoy spending time with, who I agree with on a lot of things and I disagree with on a lot of things. Um, but I'm with somebody who has taken away the desire to 
look for something better have or money. something different or have <laughs> money. Um, and, and, and this is a big thing coming from the unemployed lawyer here. Uh, <laughs> is no, because like, I mean, money's great and nice, but one, $5 million is more money than you need in a lifetime. Um, but money is transient. Relationships with people are not. They yes. are, Sam, they it's are okay. important. She's not going to listen to this episode. It's okay. It's okay. You can say yes. <laughs> she, wants to, <laughs> she wants to so bad. It's and okay. I was thinking about this answer before. She was giving me the fifth degree to uh, to tell her that I was going to come on this. And she was like, I'll just message Joe and he'll give me the link. I was like, oh. I think Joe knows better to do something like that without consulting no. me first. Whenever somebody's <laughs> girlfriend messages you and they don't and asks you for something, you don't reply to that message. You okay? always give it you to them. Open it. No, no, no. And you don't the even bro code. open it. Yeah. And that's the bro code right there. But So yep. basically gonna... what you're saying is you can't tell us your honest answer and you'll just <laughs> give us a bunch of lies right now. Fan. <laughs> no no like like honestly for me it that is that is the correct answer so um, you don't I've, you don't think you could get your five million dollars and then meet someone else who all the things you've said agree with some things disagree take away the desire to go meet someone else well i'm sure i could but i don't want to for five million dollars <laughs> yeah because then i'm just rich and lonely for a little bit <laughs> Better than being poor and lonely. That's a good point. <laughs> That's very true. I've I've had the weird I've had the weird experience of being very very poor in my life, and also having a little bit of disposable income. So like life is was comfortable for me, and I gotta say, there's not that much difference other than a little bit of stress. And who do you deal with stress with? Your friends, your family, your significant other. So. Right. Honestly, the honest answer is no, I wouldn't. What about a billion dollars? I mean, you, there, 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 there's got to be a number here. There's got to be a number that you... You're, you're, you're telling me you would let everyone in Africa die so you can stay with oh this God. one person and not get the money to... Wait, are you suggesting that we're going to nuke Africa. Africa if Sam doesn't break yes. up with his girlfriend? I'm saying they're all, they're, they, he could save so many people from starvation and malaria and everything else with his billion dollars hey, but he he's... gets the money but he doesn't even get to spend it on himself he's got to give it away i'm Hell that no. that's yeah, what, it, what well it sounds like he's gonna have a hard time spending five million which i personally don't think i would and yeah, i don't I think anyone else on this that. podcast would but apparently five million would be a lot so i i assume he would want to do something nice with his leftover 995 million dollars you you bring up a good counterpoint alex but um you are falling into an economic fallacy of diminishing margin of returns um, with, with especially large amounts of money. At some point, the number doesn't matter because the difference between 1 billion and 5 billion is so marginal in the grand scheme of things that, okay, if I, if I can't, if I can't figure out what I'm going to do with a billion dollars, I can't really figure out what I'm going to do with $5 billion. You can go to space. Dude, I don't want to be in space. I want to live a very contented, grounded Earth life. I've got, I've got maybe, maybe twenty more good years in me, 
Uh, I'm not. I'm not too concerned with what happens after that. So a billion dollars, you probably could have 50, 60 good years. Just, just be honest and tell everyone on the podcast you would rather let all those kids die so you can marry oh this girl. <laughs> hey, I am not in charge of anybody's actions but my own, brother. Mm, true. Ah, that was that was a, honestly a very well thought out and just kind of a romantic answer from you, Sam, and I'm impressed. Is your girlfriend I, around right now with you? Is she she holding she's holding a gun to my head just <laughs> out of like uh, well I was I was just gonna ask her the same thing, how much she'd take for her to leave you. <laughs> yeah, not much, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this that that reminds me of the uh, South Park uh, charity shaming episode. <laughs> <laughs> Say it on the mic what, now. What, yeah. I will not round up to a dollar. <laughs> That's what this is. They what help the starving kid. Is. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, you just got to pull the sandwich out of the little girl's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, she's a hungry one. You have to pull hard. Now this kind of like. I, I hate the notion that the idea of like people will do anything for money because it really cheapens. Well, I mean, I have already have a pretty low opinion of people in general. I kind of hate everybody, uh, like not as much as our friend Trevor, but quite a bit. <laughs> I, I, I really dislike people in general, um, but. um. Yeah, I feel like people will do pretty much anything for money, and that's been very, very much solidified over the past several months with Twitch. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh yeah. no, you've been watching me on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know that you guys talked about the like the hot tub meta. Yeah. With uh, was it Matt, is it Matt, Matt with yeah. Matt? Yeah. Uh, have you guys? I don't know if you guys have kept up on it, but it has now evolved into a whole different meta. Yeah, it's now the ASMR ear licking meta. Oh, no. Good stuff. Yeah, where literally, I believe two of the highest grossing female streamers were banned for three days, mind you, three just three days for wearing very tight yoga pants and shirts like they were pseudo appropriately clothed, at least in comparison to the hot tub meadow. And they were using an ASMR mic, which is a um, mono channel. So left is left and right is right going in your headphones. And uh, they're shaped like ears. And they're literally just licking them and like biting them a little bit. And it is it is just so blatantly sexual that even Twitch couldn't be like, Okay, we're gonna let this slide. They had to actually do something, so they banned them for three days. Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's, it's unbelievable. I used to I when I was in business school, I did a report on Twitch, and this was back when Twitch was just gaming. And I was like, eventually, they're gonna have to expand their business model to incorporate different types of media. Uh, it could be something really cool like live reporting news. Uh, and kind of crowdsourcing the news, which is an interesting idea. And actually, we saw a little bit of this during the Black Lives Matter uh, protest is there were a couple Twitch channels that just had live streams of like different live footages from different Black Lives Matter protests, which was really interesting. 
Uh, I did not think that it would ever devolve into just essentially sex work. That's where it all goes eventually. Yeah, like, like, the is. That's where everything everything is that way. Yeah, yeah. And like, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, sex work is a thing that now, like, uh, the, the 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 adage is that it's the old the world's oldest profession. But like, sex work is is pretty prominent now. The barrier to entry is very low. Um, that has its own repercussions for it, um, and people have differing views on it. Uh, my whole thing is. If you're going to do sex work, just say you're going to do sex work. Just do sex work. Yeah. Um, don't couch it in something else and throw it in front of 13-year-old boys who barely have the wherewithal to understand what's going on in their own bodies, let alone control what's happening in their own bodies. Uh, but instead, of course, let's put it in front of these 13-year-old boys who are coursing with testosterone, who don't know how to handle literally anything, emotionally, physically, or otherwise. And then tell them that uh, real relationships are founded upon you giving money to somebody and then they literally write your name on their body. If that's not objectification, I'm not really sure what is. Yeah, it's it's really it's really pathetic. I, I have such I mean, the, the bar is basically on the floor for like some of those. I don't want to just single out female streamers, but I mean. It's just I, I don't know. It's it's so disgusting, and I I can't even. It's it's it's, and that's what's so annoying, is that Twitch will ban like other streamers that like just on accident will like be playing a game and like you know like a boob comes out or like just something incidental. You're like oh crap, you know, and th they'll ban them for like a week, and then you know you have these like Twitch these female Twitch streamers that just get away with literally anything, and you're just like this is just so. This is so backwards, but it makes Twitch a bunch of money, so they don't care. But uh, it just it drives me up a wall. Joe's well, quietly the... deleting off his <laughs> TikTok video where he uh, got paid to write names on his shirtless uh -huh. body. I've got hey, screen who... recorded. That being said, um, I think it, it goes back to like the regulations that these companies have. They're a little bit almost too black and white in a in a sense because it's like okay no nudity but and so if somebody accidentally shows nudity they get banned even if it's not sexual at all but you can get as close to the line as you possibly can and it's okay and make it as sexual as you want yeah yeah and i yeah. totally understand that and that was kind of the thing with the hot tub meta which was is the way they got the female streamers got around wearing essentially a bra and underwear or a bikini, which I have a whole thing about. There's no difference between those two things. But the, the way they got around that is that you could wear clothes that are um, customary to what you are doing. So a streamer who just wants to wear uh, a, a bikini on stream who's playing video games would get banned for sexual content. But if you are in a hot tub or at a pool, then that custom that that type of clothing is customary to what you're doing and therefore okay. Yeah. Which is weird. Because it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. And yeah, there's no difference. Yeah, and I I I think there's a bigger societal problem with that with the whole objectification of female streamers and what it's teaching boys. Um, because they're I mean, you're conf 13-year-old boys are dumb. They're just not no. smart. Yeah. They're just not smart. 
And I mean, a, a slight breeze can sexually arouse a 13 year old boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's let's put half naked women in front of them on a platform literally that you have to be 13 years or older to have an account with and show them that yes it's good and you get you get a whole bunch of positive feedback for giving money to scantily clad women and then they will literally write their your name on their body yeah now it's kind of uh, in the early 2000s there was like a wave of sexual dysfunction for like high school boys and younger because uh of the uh, of the prevalence of hardcore pornography and how easily accessible it was on the internet uh because these these younger kids were watching like very very hardcore pornography and their undeveloped minds were internalizing that this is what sex was like and so when they were confronted with their first sexual experiences in real life, um, which I don't know if you or have or have not had those experiences, but it's very different from pornography. <laughs> 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 and so when they were confronted with those, they weren't able to perform or become sexually aroused because it didn't match up with what they had stored in their limbic system of what sex should be. And so I kind of yeah. feel like this is wave two of that, obviously with less bondage and choking, but uh, it, this is kind of like the next wave of that. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's time that we uh, outlaw porn. <laughs> Just I don't, completely. I don't, I don't know if he is. I don't even think. I don't think there's a legal grounds for that, is there? Freedom of expression. Yeah, you can't I post any. Good. You can't post it anything obscene, and there are zoning issues. Like, so you can't have a strip club within so and so blocks from a school or something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. the The thing is that you can't really. There's no legal definition of pornography. But you the, know when you see it. <laughs> yeah, that's that is the legal standard. You know it when yeah. you see it. You know obscenity yeah. when you see it. Right. Yeah. Did you see in no. Utah, um, they passed a law, the governor up there passed a law saying um, like cell phones, they have like a porn blocker on them now for really? like underage kids. Yeah. So like an adult can turn it off, but they come like pre-installed. That's what the bill proposes at least. And it passed the first, I can't remember if it passed the House or the Senate there or if it passed everything and they just have to wait for other states to get on board. Huh. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm confused as to like how that block how does that block it on the kid's phone? Uh individual ISPs. But if they're using a VPN, good luck with that. Yeah, I was gonna say most of these kids are just gonna get around that. Like I I I I guess this is really just get, making it harder for underage kids to, to watch it. That I was guess. poorly worded, Garrett. What do you mean? <laughs> 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 I'm not saying they're they're gonna be in it. I'm just saying for them to obtain it, you know, right? It looks that's, that's what it's aimed at, right? It's not. I mean, it, that would be stupid to do it for people over 18. Like if you're 18, I mean, you know, whatever. I don't even know what the age is for for that stuff. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, I where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, I like to kind of get around it. Like there's there's <laughs> that's gonna happen, but. I'm okay with making it more difficult. 
it looks like it was signed into law on Tuesday. Oh no, in, in March on March twenty fourth. Yeah, it's been a while. It just it requires there to be um, five other states to pass equivalent laws. If none pass before twenty thirty one, the law will automatically sunset. Okay. Interesting. That's I, I like that limitation on it. Also, I find it hilarious that the governor of Utah who passed or who signed this into law is named Spencer Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Their phones are going to block his name from everything. <laughs> so I've got so actually I've got actually a funny story about this. So I went to a small private Christian school um with very conservative families and i went on like a a vacation with some a friend to his lake house with his family and they had like a a a, this weird box that they installed on their tv that fed in all of the audio and video and would like self-censor any inappropriate images or dialogue that was being played and it had the funniest because uh, like whenever audio was coming on and they would either use foul language or sexual language or something like that, uh, it would just it would cut the audio and just pop up close captioning of what it thought a decent alternative was. And the, one of the phrases was because I had seen it before and I knew the phrase was I told them I was meeting the DJ down here to have sex. And it 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 popped up with the auto caption. I told them I was meeting the DJ down here for hugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I about lost my mind. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, what do we think? One, one more topic and wrap it up. If you got one more in you, Sam. Oh, I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta pick a good one here. We may have to have him back for part two. Yeah, it'd be cool. With me. If his girlfriend allows him after this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, you could have her, you know, come on as well, and we can ask her the same question. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could. I think you're assuming that she's not going to break up with him for being stupid and refusing five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you mean so you turned down five million? <laughs> All right, I got, I got, a, a, what I think a good hot take is, or change my mind. Okay. Uh, well, it's kind of, I think it'll, it'll have some good conversation here. Um, hot showers are overrated, also known as cold showers are better than hot showers. Who, you, false. You believe that? Psychopath. I 1000% believe that, and I have done the research in myself, the anecdotal research, to prove it. <laughs> what's like a, what's a cold shower? Is this like a cool shower or like a full-on cold as cold as it goes uh i would say anything past like 75 percent to cold is a cold shower i could probably deal with that because like i would i was thinking like anything less than like halfway you know like 50 percent that's like cold to me but if you're like 70. I could I can chill with that. I no, think. no, I mean like so if you have hot and cold on polar sides, 50% yeah. is the middle. Anything that is 75% all the way too cold. Oh, is a cold shower. Oof. The science backs it up. It's better for your immune system, it's better for your skin. 
Uh, it is it aids you in losing weight because your body has to reheat itself. And oh, the one downside is it does take forever to wash your hair because for whatever reason, shampoo just like sticks in your hair in a cold shower. And it wakes you up early in the mornings and it cools your body down. Yeah, but you know, you know what else is good for me? You know, vegetables and running. And you don't see me really, you know, like inhaling that in the morning when I wake up. So, I mean, you know, you kind of, it's pros and cons here, you know. Like I'm here I, for a good time, not a long time, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I just can't, I can't do it. I will say when I have a fever and I'm sick, a cold shower feels really good. I, I don't like hot showers. That and but, cowbell? <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, but yeah i i just i can't it just is it feels weird and it, I, was, I, I started taking about, cold showers for sober october last year or two years ago uh, and i did 30 days of cold showers and for the first like week and a half it was horrible it was one of the worst things i have like one of the worst decisions i'd ever made in my life and i've made some stinkers um but literally after that like there's an initial shock of damn this is cold but then after that it feels amazing how long does it take to like uh for the normalcy to kick in uh well if you control your breathing and you're not you don't just freak out and you're like <gasps> oh god oh god stop if you like, if you control that initial panic of your body being like, well, here's your body going into shock because it doesn't understand what the fuck you've just done to it. Right. Um, it, it takes about a couple seconds. You just control your breathing and it's fine. Okay. But, but I'm also the person who really enjoys hot yoga. So I realize that I'm a little bit of a sadist here. I don't know. You do a challenge. Who's willing to participate in Sam's experiment and take a cold shower? For you know a week? what? I'll you know what? Too. I will. Uh, I don't know if I'll agree to it for a whole week, but I, I will take some this week, and I'll, we'll report back next Wednesday with our findings. Did, did Andrew? <laughs> did you say you were going to Andrew? I'll, I'll agree to if everyone else wants to. Hell yeah! Okay. Join the dark right. side. <laughs> I'll do it. Wait. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> Good job. I'll let you know if I bow out, though. I'll let you know if I can't do it. But so I'll, it's I'll gotta try. be like cold, not like, not like just colder than we're used to. Yeah. No, it's gotta be cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Real ballers go all the way to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> also, okay. I'm telling you right now, there is no way that Joe does this because Joe's a little bitch boy. Oh, no. here we go. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm in. There we go. I got it. I'm doing Joe, it. Joe, we worked the one time we worked out together. Uh, we only we halved my workout. And to be to be fair, I was in shape at the time. I am not in shape now. There's uh, no way that was half a workout. It was half a workout. We ran a mile of my 5K, and I had to one. I had to change all of the weights for my bench press and chest workout because. Well, yeah, you're twice well, my yeah. size. <laughs> and and then uh, Joe Joe and I were like, hey. Let's go to hot yoga after this. Oh, Joe, that was such Joe, a bad idea. Joe spent the entire time sleeping on the floor. I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> I was in child's pose meditating. <laughs> I, that's I really funny. My life had gone wrong. <laughs> that's really funny. I did not think you snored while you meditated. That's really I interesting, Joe. Snore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was you miserable. Out loud. I died. Yeah. I I'm, slept I'm, for like two days after that. It's so good. 
I seem to remember you spooning a a, a pillow. I'm pretty sure, Joe. I don't I don't think you uh, I don't think you're awake. I don't, I don't know how you guys meditate, but <laughs> it was really I... weird. You were sucking your thumb too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> saying, mommy, mommy. Well, let's uh, wrap this up. Alex, cut the last ten minutes, and I think we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably gonna put that as the opener. Oh yeah, my gosh! Mm, keep that in. That was a good episode, boys. Yep. Thanks for coming on, Sam. I guess. No problem. We'll have, to have, him, we'll have to have him back. He sounds like he's got some more. Uh... But don't dox him if you follow him. Yeah, if you follow him, don't dox him, though. <laughs> yeah. Definitely don't read out this address that I'm about to send to, to give you. <laughs> I, don't know where I live. I've invited, I haven't invited you on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye, Bye boys. See ya. Peace.